for centuries. We've been warned about little green men. Now, they are coming. They're coming for you. Run. But first, shut your windows. Hide your apples. Prepare for the attack of the android. And now, your host and the human leader of the android underground, Matt Lee. What's up, everybody? It's Tuesday, February 11th, 2014. This is episode 113 of Attack of the Androids. Every Tuesday night, right here live, attackoftheandroids.com. Check it out. I'm Matt Lee. Joining me this evening, we got Eric Finkenbeiner. What's up, Eric? Not much, Matt. Just uh, working with my new studio setup for the temporary thing. I think it's working out well. Isn't that fun when you pack up to leave and then you're like, crap, I got to do one more podcast? crap yeah one or i i don't know when i'm gonna have my uh my mixer back maybe not till may so it'll be the temporary setup for a few months probably well that's right it's working good also nick carroll joining us again what's up nick hey guys glad to be back and our long lost aota brother uh shane brady took a little hiatus to go program and he's back to tell us what he made what's up shane uh, not too much. I think I don't think I've been on this show since you you changed studios, Matt. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I moved, got a little more room, stretched legs out here. Uh, yeah, it's good stuff. Let's start things out, man. We uh we kicked the dead horse last episode on one twelve, talking about uh farty bird, flat floppy bird, floppy bird. What was it called? Flappy Bird. And so after the show comes out, I like I get this mashable alert that's like, oh, guess what? The the you can't get Flappy Bird anymore unless you hop on eBay, in which case you can buy this iPhone with Flappy Bird installed on it for like ninety nine thousand dollars. And I was like, that can't be real. Is that real, Eric? Tell me it's it's not real. I mean, it's there, but you're telling me that nobody did titanium backup and has you know, a backup of this game. Can you APK backup on iPhone? Or I suppose the Android version, right? Because well, this Android. was an iPhone being sold. It's like, okay. Aren't they already overpriced as it is? I mean, now it's got Flappy Bird. I don't know. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Shane was uh, actually killing about 15 minutes uh, up to the, the show here playing Flappy Bird. Yeah, I... Uh... I only I I played it once in the weekend and uninstalled it and then I just installed it again a few minutes ago even though I thought it was taken down. How did you whoa? You might have some malware <laughs> on your device, bro, because uh also in the news on top of paying $99,000 for uh an iPhone with it, we are seeing an uh, article on Android community a lot of Flappy Bird clones uh that mostly have uh, malware in them. So there's that. Uh, I, this is well. This is the same developer as. I, I don't know. The only thing I can think of is like it backed it up somehow, and I'm able to reaccess it. Mister Dong, less aggravating than before. <laughs> did you did you email Mister Dong and ask him for the APK? <laughs> uh, I did not. So I, I don't know. Uh, it's the real game. I mean, it's the same game. So what's your high score? 13 is my high score. While we're laying dongs out, what's your high score, Nick? Uh, two. 
now. Yeah. <laughs> That's real. I need to take the little blue pill, apparently. Apparently not. I, I got back into playing Throttle Copter just, just for a little uh, memento's sake. Uh, Eric, high score? Nothing, because I've never played it. Thank you, Eric. Smart man. Smart man, <laughs> indeed. So, it, a lot of what I read kind of sounds like one of the most elaborate marketing schemes ever, I, I dare to say, perhaps. The way that the reviews for not only Flappy Bird, but the developer had like two other games out there. And, and if you, there was a great article, I can't find it right now, but uh, the kid that wrote it went back through and was comparing these reviews, and it looks like somebody purchased some reviews, and that got it up there enough to where then, you know, virality on the internet took over, and then it just blew up from there. And then he posted that, that post on, on Twitter about uh, saying he was going to remove the game in a week because he couldn't take it anymore, but then he made sure to add, I, I'm still developing games. So, I, I don't know. What, what do you guys think, Nick? Yeah, I, I don't know if, if he... Uh paid anyone to uh, review that. I mean, maybe he did, but I don't know. No, not pay someone to review it, but buying fake reviews. Yeah. Like you can buy it. I don't. Right. Okay. I think there were more than enough, like, I don't know what you call it, not reviews, but whatever, that uh, I I don't think that he would have gained anything by trying to pad pad it with positive reviews or likes, et cetera. So. Uh, Uh, Buying reviews is pretty common though. What's that, Shane? Buying positive reviews is pretty common. Right, to help jumpstart your product, right? Yeah, though I do have to say, I know some apps have claimed, you know, people I know claimed that they didn't buy fake reviews, and yet a lot of their reviews look absolutely fake. Um, and do I don't you... know what the heck, I, I don't know why that, that is, that so many people write reviews that look fake. That the, um... Do you think, Shane, that's maybe a side effect of the fake review bots getting out of somebody's control and just leaving random reviews on their own, like a, an AI of sorts? Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know if you can do that now because you need a real um, Google Plus account, right, to post a review? But, yeah. Um, yeah, do you though? You at could, this point in time, now, you could script a bot to, not be the case. to bypass that, though, couldn't you? Well, there's there's a number of fake Google accounts out there already that, uh, like, you can buy apparently plus ones, you know, to your uh, sure. Account, it's just like buying Twitter like followers or Facebook likes, and it's like, okay, well, but Shane, as a developer, like, how do you feel about that? Is that legit? Would you buy uh, fake reviews to jumpstart your app? Um, did you probably not, not probably not because I think, I think it's probably too easy to get caught and then lose any benefit because I'm not even, I'm not in the opinion that ethically it's any different than buying banner ads that say, Hey, this is the greatest game. You'll have so much fun. I mean, there's, those are kind of lies too. Sure. Um, yeah. It's not like you're paying a website to produce a positive review, that kind of thing. Like if you paid somebody to create something that let you, let's say hypothetically punch some sort of monkey. (laughs) Or yeah, maybe punch a screen. Do you have any idea what uh, the going rate is for, for this type of, you know, pay for review? No, I, I, I don't. I mean, as I said, I've seen people I know who've gotten fake reviews or reviews that look fake, and they said they say they weren't. But 
in the advertising world that I worked in, um, you didn't do that. There was a good article about it on Ars Technica uh, talking about how he ended up making, at the height of the popularity of this silly, silly game, 50 grand a day in revenue. $50,000 every day. And then you pull nah. it? Like, because you can't take the attention? Or you well, can't he, wait, take wait, wait. the tax fraud? He's, like, what is. He's still going to get the revenue. How so? Because unless people uninstall, if people keep the game installed, and keep playing it, he'll still see the banner ads. That's how he gets money. So right, he's still making money if he pulled the the uh, ah from people like from you the... that still have it installed, and people like the gentleman that's going to purchase the ninety nine thousand dollar iPhone. Sure. Yeah. In fact, people may keep it on their phones longer because of that. So yeah, I just put a link in the rundown, but I checked my app list, and it's still there. I can reinstall it if I were. So insane. That must be a Play Store uh, thing where if you have previously installed it and then you uninstalled it, because it's still in your all apps list, like everything I've ever yeah. installed is in that list. But that's yeah, interesting I can that reinstall it. it's interesting to me that even though it's pulled from the store, it's still showing up. And that could just be refresh uh, latency. Who knows? No, I mean, you upload the APK, so you can remove the listing. But maybe you don't remove it. Uh, could be. We should try and get Mr. Dong on the show. I'm <laughs> guessing I, he's probably not doing interviews right now. I want to or I want to say that I looked through my app list and through about two hundred apps and I found three or four apps that were marked as like they changed the image to say discontinued. discontinued. Right, right. And you found so, another five that were flappy bird. No, no, but I, I could have installed that app even though they intended to discontinue it. Sure, sure. So, interesting. Yeah. Uh, it says here in the uh, article on Android Community, one of the key items to keep an eye out for uh, deals with the SMS. Uh, if you look at your permission list, uh, they show an example here. We'll put a link to it in the show notes at attackingtheandroids.com. They say this fake Flappy Bird release is asking for permission to send and receive text messages. It is the sending bit that is the bigger issue, as this will connect uh, with premium services. And keep in mind, they say, we aren't talking about sending a few messages. This is subscribing you to a service and will cost you money each month, even if you have unlimited messaging. So if you want to play Flappy Birds and you got it installed, check for that permission and uh, yeah. Okay. So I wasn't on last week's show. Uh, do you guys? I, I know it's kind of like um, a cliche now to talk about it, but I mean, do you do you think this game is like I don't say worthy is the is the wrong word is the wrong approach. I'll agree there. But <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I have to say the app must be genius. Well, it's had it, 15 million plus to 100 let's million. Not, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not dictate whether it's genius or not based on that because we have fart apps that yeah. get that many. Uh, there, there well, are no, basically went fart viral, apps are not genius, why, damn it. The reason why it went – all right, so it went viral, and the reason why it went viral is because, honestly, it looks like a Super Mario Brothers game, and, B, it's extremely aggravating in terms of gameplay. There's literally only one thing you do is hit the screen in order to keep this damn bird flying and you got to time it so that he doesn't just fall to the ground and die or touch any of the Super Mario World pipes 
and die. Well, wait a minute. And so, Nick, you might have just hit on something. Is that what he was worried about? If you get too popular, Nintendo is going to come sue the crap out of you? Potentially, although he denies it. But I think a lot of people are thinking Nintendo probably put a rather large Super Mario foot down. and uh, Or would. It. If it I, don't got... think, I don't think you can copyright green pipes, though. I don't even think green pipes are, are, are original to Mario. But if that went to court, that's a pretty blatant ripoff of a Mario scrolly land, you know? I mean, it's, it, it wouldn't be beyond a very large corporation or enterprise to, to sue someone or just to threaten to sue to get them to, to cease and desist, even if maybe they don't have the legal standing to. They could still threaten to. That's just my theory on it. Yeah, but, but I think the I think the game or the game must be brilliant in the same way, and I mean this sincerely. How the Ramones are are, are an amazing band. Who, they play three chords, two minutes long is a long song for them, and yet they break it down to the essence of music. And so you have this game where it is addicting. It's not um, it's not uh, it's not easy. I mean, um, no no one can say it's an an, an easy game. Um, so. I think that he, he 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 nailed it. I mean, he probably won't ever do this again. Well, it's that um, on top of the social aspect, right? Where it's like, look at Nick got a score of three, and Shane got yeah. a score of fifteen. You're, you're now, too generous, Matt. Now, Only two. Oh, excuse yeah. me. Excuse I me. Only got, I only got thirteen. <laughs> two and thirteen. Now that makes Nick want to play even more, so that he can eventually. You I'm know. lucky. I still have my smartphone. I was this close. I was like, <laughs> right out the window. Up. What I want to find out is how the people got like nine trillion is their score. There's some crazy high scores, right? Like, how did you do that? I don't think there's there's not even enough. There haven't been that many seconds that have elapsed in the last thirty years. So I think um, (laughs) someone's got somebody's getting up, up, down, left, right, A, B, power up, Flappy Bird style. (laughs) They're just hacking it. He also might, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe he was getting flooded with all sorts of, because um, uh, now that I have an, an app in the Android store, I can see what the console looks like. With the amount of installs he has, he could have like emails and bug requests. I mean, it could be a lot of work. But don't you know, person. as an app dev, like that's what you're you're getting yourself into. And for fifty thousand dollars a day, I'd say that's slightly freaking worth it. I'll answer some damn emails no, 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 for okay. some freaking. How many- how many pieces of software that have a hundred million install base are supported by one person? Well, yeah, good point. So I can see maybe why he would do that, or he figures that the revenue is going to stay for a while, so he'll make you know another few hundred thousand dollars over the rest of the month. And again, for that much, hire and, uh, a team. Hire me. I'll answer emails all day. Yeah. Well, think it. about this: a lot of apps, you know, they'll be updated maybe once or twice, and then they're never updated again, and they're not necessarily <laughs> pulled from the store, and people still download them and use them. So sure. Yeah, yeah. He he actually the type of, the type of games he's into, you know, you time box those, you develop them for one to two weeks, maybe your original one goes two weeks. And you just churn them out, you know, one, once every one every week. Right. You don't update them. One hits, it hits. And but that's you, the even one. Even then, you don't maintain it. That's not the you one. Wanna, you s- go ahead. He probably he probably also saw Angry Birds and didn't want to become Angry Birds. The, uh, hashing out the same concept for five years. I don't know though. I'd say hashing out the same concept for five years has been pretty damn lucrative for Rovio. I mean, movie, candy, plush toys, like they made yeah. it. But I bet none of those developers have as much money as this guy now. 
Uh, yeah. Get ready for Flappy Bird 2, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, right. <laughs> Eric, you got any thoughts on this before we move on? Um, not really. I, I don't. I don't necessarily care. Uh, I can. I can kind of see. You know, if if we want to believe everything that's being told us and everything this guy's saying, maybe I don't want to put up with the you know fu tweets <laughs> because my game is hard. Sure. Um, but I mean, I I think that it's it's not out of the realm of possibility that that he'll re-release Flappy Bird in the near future and and continue to make money, or maybe he makes it 99 cents and then it's not ad supported anymore. I mean, this kind of makes of, me want to make possibilities, but. This makes me want to make a game that is impossible just so that I can then start a podcast based around all of the FU comments and tweets. You guys ever heard of Desert Bus by Penn & Teller? Uh, no. Nope. Uh, it's a, it was never released, but you can see videos. At, at, I think people have gotten the ROMs. But the whole game is is to drive from I don't know, somewhere. You have to drive somewhere to Las Vegas and back in real time, driving a bus that leans to the right. Right. Wow. <laughs> and then you drive you drive the eight hours, and you get one point. <laughs> then you drive all the way back. And then the game you know? ends? No, it keeps going. It goes oh, nice. as long as you want. Nice, nice. Oh, so and you got to make a return trip. You left your luggage You forgot there. your phone? <laughs> yeah. And so if you drive off the road, then you have to wait for a tow truck in real time. To come grab the bus and then tow the truck back. This was in response to the moral panic in the 80s where people were freaking out about the violence of video games in the 80s. You can imagine how tame those were compared That's awesome. to what we have now. So they drove the most bland game uh, you could think of. Yeah, if you Google Penn and Teller Desert Bus, you'll, you'll see it. But it's, some people have gotten like 11, and that's like an amazing score. Now I kind of want sad. That just makes me sad. It's like Oregon Trail, <laughs> but not fun. <laughs> With nothing to do. Can you imagine if Oregon Trail was real time. <laughs> it's like playing Sim City in real time, because I have nothing else to do. All right, uh, moving on. Nokia. You guys want to talk about Nokia? Their first Android-powered smartphone, uh, possibly becoming a reality later this month. Anyone give a F about Nokia no, Android we've heard phones? About it. We've heard about it before in the past, rumors about sure. it's probably going to be a low-end phone and maybe it's not going to have the Google Play Store. Those are non-sellers, and I don't know why they're bothering if that's the case. If it's decently specced and it's got access to the actual Google Play Store, maybe it's got potential. But without both of those, um, even if it's like the Moto G in terms of like decent price or the Nokia 520 or maybe 620 for a decent price and performance or something. But it, it's got to come together with some apps and uh, Google Play Store apps access. Otherwise, I think it's a non-starter, and I think it's a waste of time. Well, and like we said before, like this makes you want to look at that and then look at the Nokia Windows phone and be like, oh, now this is a phone, you know, because yeah. their Android uh, device is such crap. And how can you even come to market without the Play Store? You're not Amazon. Like, what are you even doing? Well, they're not going to market as Android phones, right? I, I'm so skeptical this is even going to come out, right? Is Microsoft, is Microsoft going to want to support an Android? I mean, I'll be, it's probably not going to sell at all, so it won't be too much support. 
Um, less than with that Flappy Bird guy, I'd have to deal with probably. <laughs> I like um, I like the first comment. It says no Google Play services. Android phone might as well be a Windows phone. Ain't gonna <laughs> sell. Yeah, I just I can't believe it's actually gonna come out. Like, how does Microsoft not tell them no? Like, yeah. what's the justification for this? Just because yeah, everybody's it, it like, like, why don't you just make an Android phone? And they're like, look, we did, and it sucked. <laughs> Now it's shut kind of up ironic. and let us have a Windows tablet. <laughs> it's kind of ironic. The time is kind of weird because, like, two days before this became, like, real, real, uh, Peter Bryant, otherwise known as Dr. Pizza, wrote an article in Ars Technica saying how impossible. It was a terrible article. He got so many things wrong. <laughs> um, but uh, he says, oh, it can't be forked. It's impossible, blah, blah, blah. And then two days later, oh, it comes out. No, no, yeah, you, you, know, you saw how terrible that article was. Yeah. Um, so then, two days later, Nokia is coming. Uh, the news come out. Nokia ported uh, or uh, did a fork of Androids about to release it with, no, with yeah. uh, Nokia. You know, what? I would I would sooner believe that they would actually produce an Amazon phone than than producing their own Microsoft non Google fork of Android. I would sooner believe because, as far as I understand, and I, I could be wrong. I'm not up on this, but if you're like HTC or Samsung, you can't make like an Amazon phone because of your Contractually obligated to produce Android phones based on the Google, you know, ecosystem. That's what I had heard. I don't know if that's true or not, but I would sooner believe Nokia could pull together an Amazon phone than I would see, like HTC or Samsung, for example. Do you think that with the new the new CEO of Microsoft, um, that this might be the first step in Microsoft conceding the um, smartphone like hardware? and operating system market, and then just focusing on um, things like Office, uh, SkyDrive, um, their mail service. Do you think that, that this might be the first step in shifting towards providing the service side of smartphones instead of the operating system hardware side? I personally think that they're going to renew their effort on smartphones, only because they haven't been successful at this point, but they've really only had Samsung, HTC, and Nokia as OEMs. Now it's going to be them producing their own Windows phone, and I don't think they're afraid of doing that, just like Apple isn't afraid of making their own iPhone. I think Microsoft is going to renew their effort towards making Windows phone legit as the provider of the Windows phone. But we'll see how it goes. What could they do that they've done differently? Like, wait, just, just like the just saying we're going to redouble efforts, I... I if you're doing the same crap that didn't work, what can they do differently that will that will change the outcome? Well, I think like their Surface tablets, for example, are really well designed, and if I think if they can use that like design produced by Nokia, and then maybe do better with Windows Phone or Windows Mobile or whatever it's called at this point, um, I think they have a chance. You know, they are planning on apparently merging Windows RT and Windows Phone together, and thus only having their ARM-based OS for their smartphones and tablets, and then, of course, their x86 version, you know, for desktops and, and notebooks and ultrabooks and such. So. Well, and they market the crap out of that. Like, every TV show I'm watching, there's Windows tablets and computers. It's in the following, and it's in Arrow, and it was in Under the Dome. It's in... Uh, almost human, like yeah. every single show across every network that I'm watching, it's 
it's that. And it makes me laugh every time because it's always like it always works so like flawless and perfect in the in the show, right? Yeah. It's like and, it, and one thing, yeah, one thing to think about is like Apple for for the longest time, particularly in the '90s, they branched out and let other companies make their products essentially, and they had these kind of nondescript gray beige towers, and you know they what really set them apart was coming out with you know the, the iMac and then only being the sole producers of Apple stuff and I think they turned things around by by focusing innovating rather than spreading they turned things around. around by coming out with colored computers purple yeah, actually, and blue you're talking about those power computing boxes yeah which actually were better than the machines that Apple was putting out at the time they were more yes. advanced the Correct. B-Box and all that yeah um I don't think anything. I don't think Microsoft can do anything because they're not innovating fast enough. They have. They're going to go almost eighteen or eighteen months between OS updates on their phone, and there's nothing too ear shattering in in between. They just haven't given it a, a reason to exist. And where the the business divisions that make money, cloud and office are actually being stunted a little bit because they're obsessed with, with protecting the Windows uh, hegemony. So there's nothing I don't think they can do to get the phone market back. The only way they can be relevant is they actually have to do, they kind of have to do what Google did, whereas they want to get their software on all the phones and then kind of slowly bring people back into the fold. Um, I mean, it's more like the Amazon approach, right? Because... Yeah. You know, all they can they they keep using Office as a big stick. Even though I think Office is in danger of being, it could always be replaced in the next few years by uh, by something else. But they ought to focus on SkyDrive, Hotmail, or Outlook, whatever they're calling it. Um, you know, Office and get people using their products. But on the other hand, I mean, you look at the mobile market. People have just invented new software that becomes very, very popular. And so maybe they can't make... Maybe they're really just doomed to be IBM, and that's really the end. <laughs> Eric, any thoughts on this before we move on? I I really... I truly hate to say this, but I think I agree with Shane. <laughs> Damn. How much, however much it pains me. Dire times <laughs> indeed. Uh, let's sorry, see, what is thought. what is this about Google possibly launching an 8-inch Nexus tablet? Last we spoke, possibly the Nexus line was going bye-bye based on some Twitter rumors or something. One but, tweet. Well, One yeah, tweet. yeah, of course, and, and that, take that for what it's worth. But uh, why go an inch bigger? That's kind of odd, I think. Well, well, take this for what it's worth, too. Sure. I sure. mean, it's it's some Taiwanese supply chain people. That are that are hinting that the next step will be, you know, a an Asus eight-inch tablet. It's it's interesting. It's something interesting to think about. Um, the only other eight-inch tablet that comes to mind is the Galaxy Tab Eight. Um, yeah. But I I don't I kind of bigger in this market I think could be better. Like if it's just inching up a little bit from seven to eight, I think that that would be acceptable. Well, there's a LG uh, G Pad, the Google Play Store edition, as well as just their, their LG's edition. It's at 8.3 inches. Mm-hmm. Theoretically, you could have something between the 7.0 inch range and the 
one inch range of the Nexus 10. So you might get something sort of in the middle that maybe competes a little bit better with the, you know, the latest iPad, this higher spec than the Nexus 7, and put it out as a, either a Nexus dot device or a Google Play device and see how that goes. I think the iPad mini is 7.9, right? Yeah. So it compare favorably with that. Interesting. Well, so the current iPad mini is is like is significantly faster than the current Nexus 7. So if you get something that's faster, say with a Snapdragon 800, you know, but with 8.3 inch screen, that would compare similarly in terms of like width, it'd be a little bit longer and uh, maybe compete a little bit better than the Nexus 7. Because the Nexus 7 is still using, you know, like really the same processor that's in a Nexus 4 or a, you know, the, something similar. Know, the Nexus 7 is more, the Nexus, the latest edition is more advanced than that. Well, it's like a, it's like a cut down Snapdragon 600, but it's like 1.5 gigahertz. So it's a little bit better than the Nexus 4, I'm saying, but like uh, it's not a cutting edge like a Snapdragon 800. So. Yeah, but the, the iPad mini, though, runs iOS 7, which isn't great, so. Yeah. It has its own handicaps. Well, that's interesting. Do we care about Samsung devices? Got a bunch of leaks this week. Uh, the S5 render was leaked. The Galaxy Tab 4 specs were leaked. Um, I'm, I, I can't do Samsung devices, personally. But I, that's, that's me. My girlfriend has one. My roommate has one. My mom has one. Like... Anyone that doesn't know Android and that was their Android device, they love it because they don't know any better. But like personally, I just I I can't do it. So uh, yeah, here's what I love about some of the leaks though about the software. They've made it flat like iOS seven, right? Because iOS seven was the first flat looking OS <laughs> right. out there. That's the recent um, one that's in everyone's mind to make the reference, right? Ugh, yeah, know. I'm sure when they come it's out with flat, their own... but is it pastel? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hope Chartreuse. so. <laughs> I, I don't. Ca- I don't care about the phones. Uh, all I care about is maybe if they make Google Play and how bad TouchWiz touch is. Right. Well, supposedly TouchWiz is going through a little bit of an evolution, like the Tab Pro series, like the what is it, the seven or the eight? No, the eight, the ten, and the twelve point two that was announced at CES. They have, like, a new newspaper UI that looks pretty cool. A lot of people... That does actually look pretty decent uh, for something different, you know? Yeah. It it actually reminds me of the news, like, newsstand or, like, the... If you go on the Google Play Store, that whole interface, it looks kind of more closer to that. Or if you visit the newsstand section of the Google Play Store, it just seems to look somewhat like that. So, I don't know. It's a... We may see better designs from like the new like the new S five is coming out. Like, right. And the, announce it next week. So the article well, surely on, uh, we can't see worse designs. Yeah, it couldn't possibly get any worse. Uh, the article on Android uh, headlines says that TouchWiz was tweaked for the ten point one and twelve point two inch versions, uh, that definitely offer an advantage over their smaller sibling. One of the greatest advantages has to be in the multifunctionality of the larger tablets. Uh, while both offer the capability of opening and running four applications simultaneously. And here's where the 12.2 uh, really shines, obviously. Uh, more screen real estate that running four programs at a time doesn't feel cramped or uncomfortable at all. Uh, very expensive, but also a real workhorse, and probably the closest desktop experience you can get on a tablet. Is that... Yeah. Are you running four... I, I I don't know. Okay, that's okay. 
I mean, it's kind of cool, and this is another one of those things where it's like, hey, we're Samsung. We're just going to create something new, throw it against the wall, sure, and see if it sure. sticks. Yeah, yeah. And that may, that may, this may stick. I don't know. It looks cool. I saw it at CES, or, you know, I saw video of yeah, it at yeah. CES. Looks, looks pretty decent. I don't know if I can go that big with a tablet. I've got a Chromebook that's like 11, 11.6 inches, and that's, that's big enough for me in terms of, like, multimedia and doing stuff. I'm not really sure I'd get a tablet that big. For me, uh, give me a Nexus 10 with 2 gigs of RAM, 3 maybe, and uh, a nice big drive, and I'm happy. Yep. But it is interesting to see. I like the see. way this hardware looks, though. I, it has that nice, like at least from the picture, the, the big tablet, it looks very nice. The bezels are very thin, and it, and that it has that signature, like you know it's a Samsung because you see that signature, like, button that they yeah. have been using since the S3. I, I think the hardware at least photographs nicely, but I still would not get one because I after the S3, I don't want to deal with I don't want to deal with any of Samsung's like crappy UI. Eric Finkenbeiner from Attack they... of from Attack of the Androids says Samsung has very photogenic devices. <laughs> They do. That's it awesome. Looks, this this picture looks nice. And that's looks what's pretty. important, right, Eric? I really need people to see how beautiful I am when I'm using my devices. Shane's it's one thing that sells. It's one so thing loud. that sells devices, especially when Apple touts yep. themselves as like the the fashionable or the nice tablet. Like to have something that I think premium. looks good when you're walking through premium. It has that premium look when you're. You know, Premium. looking online or flipping through the Sunday ads, like that sure. matters. Okay. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. It does, and that's it's a very sad thing. We are so narcissistic. I love it. I hate it. I mean, I mean, I hate it. Uh, S5. Anyone care about S5 leaks? I mean, I'm. I do sort of. Not that I plan on getting one, but I'll, I just love how they sort of lead the way with their phones. I, you know, part of it because of their design and their look and their features. And God, do they have a lot of features. But it'll be interesting to see what what the phone actually turns out. You know, I'm hoping it's still like a 5-inch screen. They're probably going to completely eliminate the bezels. I've heard that it might be a 5.2-inch screen, but who knows. But, uh, Fingerprint scanner sensor, possibly? Could be. Rumors? Or even retina scanner. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, <laughs> who knows? I think it'll be disappointing. Just like the S4 was disappointing. Yeah. It's all down. Right? <laughs> shut, shut up. I'm, uh, wait, I'm not the one who did that. Yeah, that's... I didn't say your name. Somebody else. I did that other person. <laughs> oh, I thought you said me. Does Chris Griffin care Speaking to point out who it was? <laughs> all right. It's not narcissism if I just don't have the bandwidth to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we need to redo the AOTA intro with Chris Griffin. That would be so brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I can just I can do all of Ron's part. It can be the exact same thing. Oh I'll man, do it in Chris Griffin's voice. We'll make Eric the leader this time. You can be the leader for this year. Uh, Google's voice search on Android now lets you set and refer to relationships in your contacts. So not only is this Angela, but this is my mom, Angela. Google is really getting a, a firm understanding on who I know and who they are to me. So I just be like, yo, 
call call that one hoe or call call that call my mom's. <laughs> can or, you do that? <laughs> I believe you can. Can you, can you actually set it up to okay, say Google call now? Call my hoe. You have the stable circle, right? And then you have the bottom to the top, and then you just tell Google like yeah, circle with all the bling. I'm yeah. sorry, that was very misogynistic. Okay, Is that the word I'm looking for? Chauvinistic. Yeah, what what's the word? Uh, that, was, that was misogynist. Okay, that misogynistic. was very that was very sado of me. <laughs> so yeah, that, I don't know. That's kind of cool, I guess. Just making uh, now more functional and and easy to use. Yeah, I, I already set it up for my wife this morning. Cool. Google, yeah, call my thing. mistress. No, I meant my wife. <laughs> Damn it! My other mistress. My other yes. mistress. Damn it, Google. Well, what if you have two moms? Oh, <laughs> my two dads. This is just... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, you know what? Somebody, somebody will attack Google for not supporting out of the box two moms and two dads. Because apparently they don't realize this stuff is hard to do. Right. Google doesn't care. It's like, you can have 999,999 moms. I don't care. <laughs> you know what else is hard to do, Shane? Equality. Equality is hard to do. <laughs> Why is that, Eric? I don't know. Why is something... Yeah, let's, let's listen to the panel of four white dudes uh, talking yeah. about it. <laughs> no, we have a black guy that does yats with us. Calm down. Uh, he's not I will here. have you know that I am, I am a lovely shade of taupe. <laughs> <laughs> and I live in Montana, so it's not my fault. All right. Uh, let's see. Install ADB on Linux, Mac, and Chromebook with this handy little script from your friends over at the XDA developers forum. Yeah, it's I will say admittedly like for for Linux, I don't think it's that hard. Um it's just a bash script. I, at least on Debian systems, I believe. Yeah, it's just it's just a it's just a bash script and then you um you paste it into terminal and it goes, but even without it, you can you can just do like a like I think there's like an apt uh, package that you can download and it'll do the same thing. Um what I thought was interesting, though, is that it has support for Chrome OS. So yeah. maybe you don't have to do any weird stuff, move to another computer. You might be able to mess with your device straight from your uh, Chromebook. Yeah, I'd like to check that because I'm using my Pixel more and more. And so um, I mean, good if I could uh, use yeah, me that. Too. I'm using the Pixel now. I'm using all the Pixels. <laughs> so I don't know what you guys are talking about. Uh, yeah, all right, yeah, we'll pull. Uh, we'll pull link to that in the show notes. Taggingtheandroids.com. Handy, handy, handy. Uh, yeah, it was posted on the XDA website on the homepage, and I mean, the developer was like one of the first commenters back, and I he said he was doing some updates. So at least for now, because um, I don't think this thing's very old anyway, um, he's actively maintaining it and updating it. Very cool. Very cool indeed, Matt. I know. I'm waiting for my computer so, to load. So either let the dead air hang out or say something interesting. No, I, I, I got post. something. Um, Shane, you, tell us about you guys, your app. You guys see the, um... Hold on. Shane, tell us about your app oh. and what you've been doing the last three months that was more important than podcasting with these professionals. <laughs> okay. So I... I went to Apptopia and I actually bought an app. I bought the source code and rights from somebody else. And the app is called Lockpicking Screen. There's actually two versions in there now because uh, 
one is one is the old version, one is my version, and I'm planning on doing some experiments with uh, with that. But anyway, I want to get into the app uh, ecosystem without having to start from scratch and all that. So I found an app that I thought was interesting, uh, where if you guys maybe you guys play Skyrim. Anyway, uh, I did. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so the, basically to unlock your screen, you have to pick a lock like in like Skyrim. So I just I just wanted to get into it. So I, I you know I bought the code, I uh, fixed a couple crashes, uh, learned how the, the the console works and all that. Uh, you know, switched the ad revenue so it points to me and not the other guy. Um, and uh, it's been I haven't had as much time to work on it because uh, um, Kelly and I have been. Uh, We've been fostering a dog. It's been a, a lot of work, so that's really where <laughs> my time has been. Let's pretend this is Shark Tank, and we're the sharks, and you're pitching us this app idea. So, Shane, uh, that's really interesting. Uh, how much did you buy the app for? Uh, it was only six hundred bucks. And how much are you selling the app for? Oh, it was a free app. I'm not. I'm not trying to sell it. I, I basically bought the development time. Well. So, when you say revenue stream, you mean hypothetical revenue stream. Now, if I give you my $50,000, what can I expect to get back out of this? So the, my plan is to experiment with upgrading the art through in-app purchases. So no, that... I don't like that, Shane, and for that reason, I'm out. Yeah, I, I don't need your 50000 I'm my own 50000 This is Shark Tank, Shane. Um... That's not how it works. And I automatically oh get, I automatically have 5% of your business. <laughs> should have read the fi- should have read the fine print, dickhead. <laughs> Sorry, so, go go ahead. No, sorry, I just been kind of figured. By the way, uh, Android's development console destroys iOS. iOS development developer console is crap compared to what Android has. Absolute crap. So you're going to come uh, out on iOS first? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Our other, other other app is, but. Uh, my day job is, but that is, there's reasons behind that. Um, in any case, um, yeah, I kind of did. I just decided I wanted to get into an experiment, learn how to do the in-app purchases, um, learn how the whole process works, and I figured, you know, six hundred dollars is, you know, it's only ten hours. It's at most ten hours of, of, of time, you know, that you're you're buying. So that's pretty good for as much time as this guy has spent on this app. So. Um, I set up a little web page, Google uh, Google Plus Community, so you can do the support, the beta program, and all that. And uh, they, Android and Google, have a really slick system for developing and maintaining apps with alpha builds, beta builds. Um, you know, for developers, you get like a very good um, stack trace for any sort of crashes. Um, so that's really helpful. Tells you all sorts of statistics about what device, how many people running your app, and all that, and it's uh, it's, it's really cool. And I I hope to have more time in the uh, you know next month to really focus on building out the in-app purchase stuff. So I I really think that um, I really think if developers I think I think if Apple has any missteps in the way they treat developers, those same developers will find a very cozy well-organized system in Android uh, as a home. So it's, it's, a, it's, pretty, it's pretty impressive. So I have a question about this Apptopia thing. So let's, let's, say that you've, let's say that you have your app and you 
you blow up Flappy Bird style and you're making so much money, how confident are you that by buying it through Aptopia, you have bought all of the rights and that you know to that app to where it's all you and that the person who initially wrote it is is cut out? Okay, so I mean, there's an actual contract that states that. Two, it actually transfers on the Play Store to you, so they don't have any control over it. So, That's cool. I, I, I mean, I, you, know, you never know. I mean, in terms of that type of stuff, lawyers can always waste your time. Um, what about the original version? Like you mentioned, you had you had bought the original version. There's that one, and then there's your version. What if a lot of people end up clicking on that old version? Would he get those profits, or would it go to you, or whatever? No, they go, it, it goes to me. Um, okay. Yeah. So, and the reason why there's two versions has to be with as I was learning about how the different keys and signing it, and I, I don't know how much. Do any of you guys code? You know about Java packages and all that type of stuff. I was trying to rename it to my own package scheme, and it did, Play Store didn't like that initially. So I just put, I just made my own version. So, hmm. um, no. Are you it's, going it's, to discontinue the old one? No, I'll probably just continue the new one, take the new one's changes, and push them out to the rest of the other people. So, what's the install base? Uh, it's, I could probably tell you an exact number if you give me a second. Sure. Um, I don't know if the guy was ever doing any advertising. Um, Play Store. I am one of those numbers because I downloaded it when Hank said that he was doing. Oh, did you? I did. Yeah, so, I mean, it has not made, it's only made me like 14 cents so far. Because the only banners are on the, <laughs> the, on the configure page right now. Oh. Well, so okay. I, yeah, I don't know about putting the banners on the uh, lock screen. That might be a little. Huh. So, uh, let's look at these statistics. So, the original version I bought. Um, is currently the install base is currently at twenty nine hundred, but it's been installed like forty thousand times. So I mean, it's been uninstalled a lot. That's but not bad, Shane. That's actually larger than our listener base. So what we need you to do is push <laughs> out an an AOTA update to uh, all of your your loyal users there. No, that's pretty but, cool, man. That's that's pretty cool. But it gets things like your carrier installs. So I know that Verizon, AT&T, Sprint Mobile, uh, in that order, are the top ones. But you also got Virgin Mobile, US Cellular, O2, and a bunch of other ones. Huh. Um, app versions, language, English, English, Russian, English, German, uh, country. Obviously, it's going to be dominated by because US, UK, Canada, Germany, Australia, uh, others. <laughs> I don't know what, what others are. And you get a list of devices that it's on. Uh, the most popular one, actually, is the Google Nexus 7. Nice. That's a plurality. And then a bunch of Samsung devices, a Droid Razor. Put it this way, out of the top ten, uh, eight are Samsung devices of various kinds. Nice. What's the oldest device? You got, like, a, an OG Droid or a Droid X or something in there? I actually it's probably the uh, well in the, in the top ten the oldest is the S two. Oh wow! Uh, unless the tab three is, is older, uh, it does tell me Android version, so maybe that's a better version. So some oh so 
16% of the current installs are running Android 2.3. Gingerbread. Yeah, yeah, that's the third. Four, four, uh, ice, uh, 4.1, is that ice cream sandwich? Yes. No, 4.0. 4 is so, ICS. Yeah, I could, I could, I could remember because there were three different versions of uh, Jelly Bean. So yeah, um, yeah, and no, Kit, Kit Kat is doing up there, but 2.2, 2.1 people have installed it. It's kind of insane. That's funny. Uh, speaking no, of that, before we before we do app picks and stuff, did you guys see this rumor on Android Police? Uh, Google's going to start forcing OEMs to certify Android devices with a recent OS version if they want Google Apps. So that might make your numbers there, Shane, start to to drift a little. That's kind of interesting. The window to certify any device running Android 4.1 or below with Google Mobile Services expired at the beginning of February. That means manufacturers will no longer be able to submit devices for GMS approval to Google unless they run Android 4.2 or above. By April 24th, that number changes to 4.3 or above, and on July 31st, 4.4 or above. I, I, I think this is a non-issue. I, I mean, think it's cool, though, because that'll cool. eliminate a lot of that floaty old legacy malware infestation, you know, I think that'll, that'll help. Right. But I mean, I mean there'll be the writers that will say that, Oh, this is Google. It's no longer open. You can't use any version you want. Uh, nonsense. But... No, it's fixing the fragmentate. Who's saying that? <laughs> Shut up. It's fixing fragmentation be... and choice. <laughs> there will be, there will be a Gruber post about it. Um, so, no, but I think this is only good. I think it's only going to affect people at the margins because most devices that are sold um, are updated. Are, are that updated? Well, I think it's a reasonable request by Google because, you know, if they're supporting an OS or anything for like 18 months, it's, it's reasonable to assume that an OS update that came out 18 months ago, that would be like a minimum for a carrier, you know, to, to put on their phones. Or, or newer, you know, so. No, I, I, think, I think it's good, though. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And also they're incentivizing, you know, the the, vendor, the OEMs, et cetera, by saying, hey, look, here's a newer version of Android that has even lower system requirements. Well, why don't you do this instead of 4.3 right. or 4.2.2 or whatever, so. Well, I think the Moto G proves that, right? Yeah. That runs 4.4. I like the yeah. first comment. I'm more shocked that they weren't doing this in the first place, to be honest. All right, uh, let's do some app picks and wrap this thing up. Eric, start us off with an app pick. So I, uh, I, I had a first recently, and my first was I bought some stock. I've never done that before. And um, in what? So now I just like uh, I bought I bought some in uh, Fiat, and I bought some in Nintendo. Fiat, um, the car. I bought Nintendo right what? after. Oh, Nintendo? Yes. Why didn't you just flush your money down the toilet? Yeah, well, I bought it after they tanked. No, no, no. Because I, I, oh, so you, so you lose my own years from now. He bought well, low Nintendo's... and will sell no, high. <laughs> I'm not gonna lose it, Shane. Nintendo's not going anywhere. Yeah, and I think they're not gonna the be usurped by iOS. <laughs> <laughs> so you, way. why did you buy stock in a small little weird car thing? Like, what's up with that? Um. My dad works for Chrysler, and I just 
from uh, talking to him, I I feel like the stock will go up and I won't lose money. I didn't buy a lot, but the whole point of this is that I wanted to uh, I wanted to you know just see how the stock was doing. So I looked for a free, easy, you know, little ticker widget thing for Android. You know that Google Now does that, right? <laughs> That's not an app pick, though, Shane. Let Eric finish with his app. Is pick. it a widget? Because be. I find Google. I mean, no, Google got... Now. I just find kind of. They have a card for that, but anyway, it's going. Yeah, like it. I, with the exception of the latest update to Chrome, which puts Google Now cards in Chrome OS, which I think is amazing. Um, I don't really use Google Now that much because I have to like. Go like I have to go to Google now. I can just swipe through and have a widget on my home screen, and that tells me what I want to know. Are you? Are you not, oh, you're not running. So, you're not on a Nexus Five, right? No. Okay. He's on like an Oppo N1, yeah, yo. Do... He's like five inch screen. That's too small. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, yeah, I guess it's, I, I guess it's pretty hard to install, it's pretty hard to install the Google Now widget on that phone, right? I don't know. I don't know, Shane. Why so, are you, why Eric, are you attacking my app pick? <laughs> Eric, Come you on, haven't even. Man. What is your app pick, Eric? Please. It's called Android Stocks Tape Widget. Thank you. And it's Moving. free. And that's it. So thank you. I, I feel berated. I'm going to go take my ball and go home. Now. You'll get your turn. Shane's app pick is coming up. So, uh, Shane, what's your app pick, smartass? Speaking of. Okay, so my app pick is an app called Slack, which is actually a client for a awesome new service uh, on Slack.com, which is kind of what you would imagine Google Wave was intended to be. Um, and if any of you guys all know if you've ever used IRC, I am very familiar yeah, with yeah. IRC. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So this is uh, IRC kind of on steroids, where you have a chat room, but it also ties. Um, you can tie in all your um, services, so like Google Hangouts, Google Drive, um, GitHub, Pivotal Tracker. That's a, a, manage, um, a project management tool. So <clears throat> you hook all these up into, into Slack, and then as people on your team submit code or they complete tasks, it all goes into its own separate channel. Uh, Google, you can create a Google Hangout right from, the, right from the app, and then everybody gets an invite link. Um, if IRC clients tend to be kind of, I don't want to say crappy in, in Android, um, but they seem to be too much like IRC clients on the PC, you know, lose your connection, you lose scroll buffer. Um, but Slack is, it literally is, tra- we have been probably twice as productive since we started using Slack um, at work because of how well it creates a, a collaborative environment for everybody. Great for coders. It supports code style pastes into channels. So if you're trying to paste in JSON or Java code or anything like that, it formats properly and everybody can look at it. Uh, it's really uh, amazing. So um, this isn't this isn't your company's thing that you've been working on, is it? No, no, no. We use it and we use it, but uh, I don't. I'm not sure. They haven't quite come out with the pay the 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 payment model yet. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna charge for it. I think they're gonna have a free version too, um, but the free version will, will be pretty good for for people. So, um, you know, for like uh, if you wanted like a if let's say the attack of the androids team, we were doing a lot of collaborative work. Um, 
this would be much better than using a Google Hangouts group chat. It kind of goes beyond that. Sounds interesting and useful. So, Eric, you, you, you can go ahead and criticize if you want now. Eric, get him. Get him, Eric. Tell him. That's, that was a no, stupid this, this app. No, this very nice, Shane. <laughs> very nice. He's being very right. sarcastic. He hates it. And that. invest in uh, index funds. That was a snarky nice. No, it looks nice. I'll, I'll still use IRC, though. Along with your app picks, your stock app picks, also complete garbage, Eric. Nick? I didn't say stock picks. Either. Yeah, I don't care. Fiat? Re- okay, Nick, what's your app pick? Okay, now, this is going to be kind of weird because I haven't played the game yet, but I'm really psyched about the new Robocop movie that's coming out. I love ah! the original. I'm, I'm going to play it as soon as I'm done seeing the movie. I don't want any spoilers, but... That's so awesome. I, I'm really hyped about this game. I'm really hyped about this movie. I'm taking my oldest son and my wife to see it uh, this Friday, and actually this Thursday we're going to rewatch the original but I think the movie's going to be good, and I think the game is going to be good. It's got a lot of positive reviews. It's a freemium title, so it doesn't cost anything to get in. It looks like it's decent quality from the screenshots. But It's Game Loft, isn't it? Uh, let me take a look real quick. I, I don't know who makes it, but GLU. But, oh, uh, Glue. It yeah, looks... it's Glue Mobile, not Glue. Glue yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, it looks really good. It's the official app from them, and costs nothing to get in. Uh, came out today as near as I can tell, and uh, I can't wait to play it. But unfortunately for me, I've got to actually see the movie before I can play it because I'm not a fan of playing games that might have spoilers. You know, it's not like I don't know what happened. Spoilers! You done seen the first three? <laughs> yeah, I saw the original. Off. But, Jesus. And I, don't, and I don't think this is going to be too much like it. Maybe it won't be as bad as this. Is this a remake? Life. I didn't even know there was a new Robocop a coming yeah, out. It's a remake of Robocop, but I think they're actually going to do good with it it's take got it elsewhere of... or what how i don't know i have to watch this now i'm sorry go ahead make sure you make sure you take your family to see it before they see the original because otherwise they'll be uh, angry at you the original gave uh, me chills when i was a kid and i saw that the scene where murphy gets shot up oh man yeah <laughs> I, I think the Ugh. i think this i think the original holds up because you now see it differently as an adult yeah. You know, it's not as it's not. There was a little bit of um, it's Big Brother, right? OCP yeah. was like Big Brother. It's yeah, man. It's yeah. classic. Yeah. So, but there was some humoring kind of over the like meant to be a little over the top with it. Which yeah. as a kid, you only you see that scene where the guy gets blown out of the window. Spoiler <laughs> alert! Or the dude playing um, the violin on his upside down. Maybe that was the third Robocop. I'm I'm confused. Yeah, and there's yeah. something you can trigger on Twitter where that guy will will tweet back at you. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh. uh, and if that's not in the remake, if that guy's not in the remake, then it's crap. Yeah. You know, I think that may, maybe that was in the second one. I haven't seen it in so long. But right, anyways, I I, yeah, I, I saw all three, and they did they did get progressively worse. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. I I think I have an optimistic viewpoint on the movie. I think they're gonna actually do good with it. You know, I could be wrong, but that's the whole reason I'm suggesting this app is if you're going to go see the movie, there is actually a game, an official game based on the remake of the movie. And if you like the movie, at least try it. If you don't care about spoilers, go ahead and try it now. But uh, anyways, it's out. Robocop. It's a freemium title. Give it a shot if you're so inclined. Nice. All right. I got a weird game and I want to I want to show you 
this. Let me see if this will work here. Okay, so uh, it's called Captain Thumb. <laughs> and you play... I don't know if it's made for a tablet. I don't have room on my Moto X to install any games because it's only 16 gig. Uh, but on the tablet, like, it's kind of interesting to play. You, you play with both of your thumbs or your fingers, you hold one, and then you shoot with the other, and it's, I'm still trying to figure it out, but it's like a, a side-scrolling arcade shooter, uh, type of game. Uh, looks really pretty, sounds awesome, um, yeah, so check it out, it's called Captain Thumb. Is it black and white? Uh, it's, kind of. It's like kind of reminds me of uh, Galaga or Asteroids or whatever kind of kind of looks, looks kind of cool. The gameplay is nothing like that though. Like it's so weird to play. You you just got to try it. So, Captain Thumb. All right. <laughs> Sounds like an anime character. <laughs> it could be. Eric, what's our email address? I should totally unmute before I do that. Our email address is show at attackoftheandroids.com. Excellent. Join us throughout the week on the Google Plus community. We have a Facebook page and, of course, a Twitter account. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a review. We appreciate that. Tell your friends, everyone that uses Android, listen to this. It's Attack of the Androids, attackoftheandroids.com. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next week. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Attack of the Androids. Attack of the Androids.com.